Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. And coming up on the show, we are going to take a look back at the quarterback debuts over the weekend in the NFL. How did Trevor Lawrence look? The truth about Zach Wilson. We've got some thoughts on Justin Fields, the Trey Lance saga. Also, Tim Tebow. Was it as bad as everyone made it out to be? All of that coming up next here. It's Jonas Knox. It's Brady Quinn. It's you. It's Outkick the Coverage right here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We're taking you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And we do so with the man that is back home in his old stomping grounds. He is the pride of Dublin, Ohio, and the star of one of the fastest growing beer pong teams in all the land, the Dublin Deuce. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Brady Quinn. Yeah, and that uh, that team that's, that's the fastest growing is probably not going anywhere or not growing you know very fast because I've got a partner that can't seem to hit an actual cup <laughs> when he needs to okay he just tenses up he kept throwing the ping pong ball short of the actual cup I was like for the love of God at least at least get the ping pong ball to the cup if you want to have a chance of making it but uh I, I, I kid. I, we, we've had a great time so far in Ohio. Uh, for those of, of you know you, you don't know, I've got a foundation works with wounded veterans. We've had a couple of uh, charity events so far this weekend. Now moving into this week uh, to today actually is our annual golf fundraiser. So that's why I'm here right now, excited about it. The, the biggest concern, why I'm nervous, because I think you're talking about me right now. 
oh, is yeah. the weather. Like we, we, we might have a little bit of rain today, so this will be the first time in 11 years this sort of thing has happened. So hopefully that's not the case. Well, so um, and, and again, we'll get into it. I wanted to make sure that we did explain why you were playing beer pong because people that are tuning into the show are like Brady Quinn. Uh, he is the beacon of professionalism. When you see him, you go, uh, that is the guy, uh, you know, Captain America through and through that, you know, it's 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 America. It's it's sports success. It's broadcasting success. And then you turn on the mic and it's like, oh, he's in his 30s and still playing beer pong. No, it was for a good cause. It was for a good cause. Uh, and, and you're doing great things there in Dublin, Ohio. But you are 100 percent nervous. Yeah, because you are yeah. making your triumphant return to the golf course. Because if I'm not mistaken, I don't believe that you actually participated last year in your charity golf outing because you were dealing with a foot issue. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, this will be your first time swinging the clubs at your own tournament in a couple of years. Yeah, well, here's what happens. When, when, when you start to get a little bigger, then you go kind of corporate, you start to not be as involved. So even this year, like I, we've we've made uh, after last year, we kind of made uh, the, the the I guess decision to to not have me participate and just be able to go and talk to every single group. Some people do it where they have you kind of sit on one tee box and maybe hit like par three shots with everyone. Uh, I've decided to basically to say I'm just gonna you know see everyone when they stop by the clubhouse on their on their way to either the front or back nine. I will talk to them them about the foundation, <laughs> see how they're doing. So I, I will not be participating this year. So there's no nerves, zero nerves whatsoever outside of just hoping and praying that it doesn't rain today. Yeah, but you guys will just play through if it rains, right? I mean, why not? Uh, I mean, there's, there, there's, there's some, some potential issues, right? Hoping it, you know, there's no lightning, things like that. If it rains, rain, uh, you know, a certain amount of rain, you're fine. If there's lightning and all that, yeah, you, you got you to gotta, you know, cut that thing off. Oh, yeah. well, let me do it's, it's Those savages that you play with, uh, rain's not going to stop them. They're playing. Yeah. Uh, they're going to continue to play, and they're going to uh, continue to, uh, to have a good time out there at the charity golf outing. Uh, so I'm not even worried about them. Well, we, we, the, the hard part is, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the, the, the cool things we have this year, we have a drone bringing our participants beer. At a certain spot. No, you don't. I, I've, I have no idea how it works if there's, no, there's going to be rain. Tell me that's yeah. a lie. We, I swear to you, we've, <laughs> we've got a drone that's going to be delivering people beer on the course. What, like you can't like you really want to take money out of the uh, off the table for uh, you know the, the great cart people that are driving around trying to help you guys out. You're going to hire a drone. I mean, come we're, on. Like, it's not hiring. that they, they contacted us. They wanted to be a part of it. We were like, this sounds like a great idea. And, uh, yeah, now we're trying to find a unique way. And, look, this is the future anyway. I mean, at some point, okay, we're, we wouldn't even have drones in our houses that are just bringing us stuff. I mean, Amazon's going to be delivering our packages that way. They, for all I know, they could be delivering our kids to school that way, these little, these little drone shuttles. But wow. it's the future. It's the future of golf. And I think people get to see a sneak peek of that so far today. Well, listen, uh, speaking of future, Brady Quinn, a very uh, job well done there as we transition from uh, the charity golf outing and away from drones because drones creep me out. They really weird me out. I don't know why. They always have. Uh, but we then uh, move on to the debut in the NFL of one Trevor Lawrence. Now, this is going to be a fun show because you actually uh, know what you're talking about when it comes to the quarterback position. You're going to get a lot of these uh, zeros on social media who try and say, well, I didn't like that throw. Uh, I felt like, uh, you know, he was uh, – his footwork wasn't great there. And, you know, he didn't have enough spin on the ball. No, 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 no. 
Brady Quinn actually played the position. He's actually knows what it's like to go into his first preseason game. He's actually seen all these quarterbacks through college. And so you can speak on this uh, and how these guys have debuted. So we're going to get into all the first round quarterback debuts uh, throughout the course of the show. Uh, we talked a little bit about Mac Jones. Uh, I believe that was uh, uh, the uh, on Friday when Mac Jones had his debut uh, in the NFL. We were having that conversation about what that was going to look like moving forward. And all that being said, but here we are we've got ourselves the trevor lawrence debut it's urban meyer's first debut i think this counts as maybe urban meyer's third loss uh, in the last 30 years of his coaching career <laughs> but but nonetheless trevor lawrence gets out there a little bit rocky to start but uh but but after he settled down and things started to calm down a little bit for him he was starting to make throws down the field yeah one thing became apparent and, and this is the tough part as a quarterback, when you're sacked on essentially with the first play of the game, uh, that internal clock in your head, it starts to play games with you. Because ever since Trevor Lawrence got to Jacksonville, one of the concerns there has been the offensive line. And everyone's been telling him that he's probably heard a lot of the noise on the outside. And then you don't really know until you go face another team. And I would actually say that, you know, the Cleveland Browns are one of the better teams in regards to looking at their defensive front. Even without some of the starters, they've got some depth. So the first play to get sacked, it's, it's, it's going to play havoc on your mind <laughs> as, you, as you go to drop back every subsequent drop back pass. So I could see how, you know, he maybe needed to settle in a little bit only because it's all he's heard, and then come to find out, yeah, first snap, yeah, these guys can't protect. Okay, because uh, he wasn't sure whether or not his defensive line was good all offseason, and if everything he's heard was true, now it comes to fruition in his very first snap in his first preseason game. But, you know, the reality is he doesn't have a ton of help. I mean, he really doesn't. You know, you, you, you see people all the time, you know, on social media, they'll take a clip, and they'll post, you know, post about it, and they'll be like, he was holding onto the ball forever. Well, one of the times he was holding on the ball forever was an eight-man protection. I mean, meaning literally you have two guys out in the route, the quarterbacks hold the football, everyone else is in protection. So you should have all day to throw the football in an eight-man protection. So stop complaining about him holding on the ball. He's only got two guys running routes. He's trying to wait on those guys to separate and to get open. And if you go through his completions, you'll find out that there wasn't much separation at all. I mean, for the most part, it was Velcro coverage. You know, that, that was one of those deals where you, know, you hear the different terms, oh, it's man-to-man, -man. It's, it's cover one, it's cover four, it's cover two. Uh, we used to say when you're like, you know, about through the first quarter and no one's able to separate, no one's able to get open. Oh, it's just Velcro. It doesn't matter what the defense is playing. <laughs> our guys are just, the defenders are stuck on our guys like Velcro. Uh, and that was what it was. I mean, you kind of, you know, looked and said, all right, it, it's going to be tough to find separation. It's going to be tough to find, you know, the, the, these guys have the ability to get open, which makes Trevor's job harder. Uh, but he's got a strong arm. He's an accurate passer. Uh, when his first read is there, He's, he's as good and, and dead on target, which is really all you're going to see in some of these preseason games because the, the coverages and the things that they're playing are pretty vanilla. But overall, I thought he did a good job settling in. I thought all the traits that he demonstrated in college were there. But it, it was kind of a rude awakening in regards to, I think, where the Jacksonville team is 
and then where they need to be. And they're nowhere close to where they need to be right now. And so you mean to tell me that I shouldn't feel good about my dark horse Jacksonville to win the AFC South pick uh, going into the season? Yeah, probably not. I I would say even the over of six and a half wins after seeing that. I think they had just a little over, what, 100 yards in the first half of offense. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. I was thinking, "Ah, uh, that that over is looking a little bit iffy. You know, a little little dicey over there. Yeah, look, and and I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, so Trevor Trevor Lawrence gets out there, and it was uh, Kyle Laletta was also uh, was on the field as well too. I saw at Dealing one point too. By the way, yeah, he Dealing. looked pretty good, man. Oh yeah, like, he did. wasn't yeah, he? he did. Wasn't he the guy who had like some uh, crazy misdemeanor uh, driving offense in New York because he like blew past a cop or something like that? Yeah. I think there, there was yeah. a story about yeah. that uh, when he was with a member of the Giants, uh, and that'll uh, that'll conclude our coverage of Kyle Laletta here on the show for a Monday morning. But <laughs> but that being said. Uh, when Najee Harris made his debut for Pittsburgh, and I remember we were talking about it, and I said, man, Najee Harris is a big guy, but against, amongst all those NFL players, he doesn't look as big. Damn, Trevor Lawrence looks thin. Like, he, lo- he looks skinny, man. And, and I don't know if that's going to be – if that's just his body type, and, and I'm assuming he's going to put on the muscle mass and kind of grow into it. Maybe you can hook him up with an EAS sponsorship or whatever. But he does look – pretty thin and I just wonder how much is his body going to hold up in a 17 game season with that sort of an offensive line it's a it's a valid concern I mean it really is a valid concern watching him now you know seeing him in college you always kind of thought he was slight of frame I, I, th- I think part of the reason why he looks so skinny is he's tall I mean he's yeah. every bit of six foot six and so when you when you see a guy who's that big, you don't realize until you get on the field. You're like, okay, he's he is skinny, but he's also pretty tall. He's gonna have room to put a little more muscle mass on. I'm not so concerned about that. I, I just think the pressures is gonna be on. And I promise you, the past what couple of days since that preseason game, the pressure pressure is on Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer. They're they're OCs, if you will. There is a lot of pressure on both those two because. Urban's not going to want to see him get hurt. He's not going to want to see him, you know, not be able to throw to open guys. He's going to watch other film and say, hey, these guys are scheming guys open. Why aren't you? So right now, trust me, knowing how Coach Meyer, knowing how Urban operates, it's preseason. We can say it doesn't matter. It matters to him. It matters to him. And I I can guarantee you the most pressure right now is sitting on the shoulders of both Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer – as they start to prepare for another preseason game and try to have a better, you know, offensive debut. So you think Urban Meyer's got got a little bit of a red ass over that game? Uh, oh, I, I know so. It's not a think so. <laughs> I, I know so. Yeah. I mean, because look, I, I mean, how many times did he actually lose in college? I mean, when he was at Ohio State, he lost I think less than ten times his entire it was time. Like six losses or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I think he beat Michigan more than that. So yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't think we need to take a shot at Jim Harbaugh and company this early in the morning. I mean, I didn't think that was necessary. But again, uh, we're just trying to uh, to get through here on a Monday morning. Uh, hope and pray we've got a golf tournament for Brady Quinn to be a part of that doesn't get rained out. So we're just you do know there's that, that, that Coach Myers got a restaurant. It, it's Urban's Pine House, and there's a seven and O room for for all the times no, he beat Oh yeah, there's a separate space. It's called the seven and O room, and it literally play, pays homage to him going undefeated wait, versus Michigan. It's amazing. Wait, wait what? He's got a 7-0 oh, yeah. room as a shot to Michigan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it, my it, God. Trust me, Ohio State fans absolutely love it. And they go there 
every single Saturday the Buckeyes are on. If they're not at the game, you'll see that place packed. That is brutal. There's a Michigan fan listening somewhere in the country right now. I hope John Palmarosi wasn't hearing that, uh, the pride of Ann Arbor, uh, that there's a 7-0 room, uh, that Urban Meyer had so much success against Michigan that he built a separate room at his bar (laughs) just themed after it. That's amazing. Good for him. Uh, But again, uh, listen, these preseason games don't count, Herb, so uh, let's not be too hard on the coaching staff, and hopefully we'll get it together. Uh, I still have faith in a uh, dark horse uh, AFC South contender in the Jacksonville Jaguars, but that's because I'm a bad sports better. Uh, All right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, All right, so coming up next, there's been a lot of buzz, a lot of conversation about one quarterback heading into this season in the NFL, uh, and it appears it's the same problem that the last guy had. We'll get into all that for you. It's Outkick the Coverage right here at Fox Sports Radio. This, This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be We could have ourselves a reunion. We could have ourselves a reunion in the NFL. We'll get to that here uh, again, coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, All right, so Brady Quinn, we've been talking about uh, the quarterback debuts, a lot of guys debuting over the weekend. Uh, These quarterbacks that have been drafted in a high spot. We talked about Trevor Lawrence, and as you pointed out, he's going to have a little bit of a difficult time just based on the fact he doesn't have a whole hell of a lot around him, so you hope durability-wise uh, he can stand up. Um, well, hold on, hold on. He, he had Tebow. He, Tebow was out there running around. That's doing a good some point. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that, yeah. that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, we don't want to we don't want to leave that one alone. Uh, there's look, there's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, listen. I mean, uh, you know, some people might have we'll, been right. I'll just put we it will, that way. we will break that down later on in the show. Uh, but it, it is interesting to see how defensive people get. Like they have no dog in the fight, yet they will still to the ends of earth, defend this particular individual. And it's crazy to me. I, I don't understand it. Uh, maybe it's something spiritual. Maybe there's a, a greater power at work. I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's very bizarre. The whole thing, uh, the handling of it and the coverage of it is very bizarre. But uh, we will get into all of that here coming up uh, later on in the show. Um, Zach Wilson screwed. Can I can I just be can I just be say that like it, sure. this is yeah. this is this is going to be a really really long year for Zach Wilson. All right, I, I just feel like th- this is the same. It, this has been my whole thought on on the New York Jets quarterback situation. Like, why even go the direction of quarterback if you're not even ready to surround him or give him a real legitimate opportunity to win games? Like, what's the difference between him and Sam Darnold right now? I mean, what, uh, yeah, what? I mean, first off, it, it's a great question to ask. And I think, you know, you ask a, a bunch of different people, especially in the media, and, and they will say, no, 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 but when, when you have the opportunity to take that quarterback that you feel special about, you take him, right? You, you take him at that spot, and, and that's your guy. If you're going to do that, as an organization then, and I, and I do think Robert Sala, their head coach, has done a good job of kind of pumping the brakes, saying, you know, comparing him to Peyton Manning's rookie year where, where Peyton struggled – but also, as they started to build up that Colts roster, it's similar in New York. I mean, he needs a lot of help. And I think the hard part, too, with him is he doesn't really have any extraordinary talent that's going to overcome what they're deficient in, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, he's got a nice little arm slot and can make the second baseman throws and all that, like you're turning two on a double play. But outside of that, he's not very big. He doesn't have that strong of an arm. He's not overly athletic where he's going to beat too many people running, you know, running around or scrambling. So there's a, there's a lot of things that I think you're concerned by if you're a Jets fan. 
Because if the protection's not there, if the receivers can't really separate or they can't scheme something up, they better have a running game. Like They better do something to take pressure off of his shoulders. It's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out because the Jets have clearly said trial by fire. We're going to throw them out there, and this is how you're going to learn. And the other teams have taken different approaches where they've said, no, 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 we're going to have a veteran guy, uh, and then we'll, you know, eventually we'll get him in, but we want him to watch it first. No, literally, he's got no competition. He's going to be the starter. We talked about it a week ago, why they didn't make the move to bring in a veteran backup. I just, I, 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 I watch the Jets, and I go, I, I don't know what the difference is like, like what is different now like why why would you if you're going to take this guy why not have somebody out there a veteran who can deal with the wear and tear and and maybe not have this scar him or maybe this is the way that you find out whether or not he's the dude but if you draft him that high i, I would just it feels to me like it would behoove you to want to surround him or protect him or at least give him the best opportunity to have success during his nfl career robert Sala's not going anywhere so it's not like he's He's in a win now mode and you've got to find out this year that he's the guy i just don't know why you would take a player that high and and have this around him and i i look at this and i go clearly not even close they're the worst team in the afc east and i just don't know what improvements we're going to see that's going to make this team look any different than how they look the past couple of years with sam darnold minus the mono thing because i don't think zach wilson's ever had mono you know, I'm just—I I'm, don't—I don't believe that's the case, but I'm, it's not my business, uh, one way or the other. I'm just saying. Uh, well, you never know. You—you uh, you never know if he has or hasn't, or if that's still on the dock. I think if it happens to one Jets quarterback, it could happen to all of them. So, uh, I mean, who knows? You I'll have to reach Jet out. Cor- you being a former Jets yes. quarterback, I mean, yes. you would know all yeah. about that. Well, and, and Mark Sanchez being a former Jets quarterback, <laughs> he's now here with the Fox Sports family. So, I'll have to—I'll have to inquire and ask Mark if he's ever dealt with Mono during his time with the New York Jets, but I was surprised they didn't bring in a veteran just from the sheer fact that there's only so much a coach or, you know, your OC is A, going to be in the room with you and be able to teach you, but also just be able to help. I mean, sometimes it helps to have, you know, diverse opinions in there, and especially from a guy who's played before. So I don't know why they haven't looked at trying to bring in more of a veteran if not just to have there as a veteran presence, if Zach Wilson gets hurt, he's not very big. He dealt with injuries during his time at BYU. If not for that reason, then just to have that other perspective or voice from a guy who's done it before. And, and sometimes, look, sometimes it's hard to do when you're Robert Sala, who's a first-time head coach, or Michael LaFleur, who's a first-time offensive coordinator, you know, taking over that sort of role. They, they might not have that relationship with a veteran quarterback they feel like necessarily fits that role for them. Um, and and so, so that's obviously something, too, that plays a factor. But I'm with you. I am surprised that they, they didn't go more of the Chicago route, the San Francisco route, where you've got a guy who's, who's been a, you know, a veteran that's played the game and you know, Garoppolo's taken the 49ers to a Super Bowl. Dalton's you know, taken the Bengals to the playoffs. He's been a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. So those guys have a different example. And wh- whether they want to rely on that or not, as a young quarterback, it's still nice to have in the room. Like, you may not want to admit it because you're in a competition with that guy. You're still going to watch what he does, and you're going to say, huh, well, he's still hanging around. Maybe I should be doing it like that. Or maybe that's just how everyone does it. You know, like, some of it's learning a little bit on the fly. But when you have a veteran guy like that there, you don't have to search too hard as far as what works, what doesn't. You've got an example of what's worked for a number of years in the NFL.
Did you have a, a veteran, somebody that you relied on that you look back and go, man, that guy got me through some stuff that no coach was able to get me through because he didn't get it like that player did? I mean, Ken, Ken Dorsey was the guy when I first got to Cleveland. He really took me under his wing. And, and it wasn't any surprise to me that Ken became a coach, um, you know, coaching quarterbacks and all that. Like that, that I, I figured that eventually would, would be what ha- would happen from him. But he was so mentally on top of the game. And, it, and it's crazy to me, too, because you think about, you know, him during his college years at the University of Miami. Yeah. And he was playing with so much talent. And I think he got – he, I think the mental aspect of how he approached the game got so overlooked. Like Ken Dorsey, and he was incredible in college, but like what you missed out on is the fact that he was kind of like a Peyton. Like he had that sort of mindset with the game and how he saw things, how he'd coach things and would see it. Like I remember vividly sitting in the quarterback room like late when we'd be breaking down film and, and he'd just, you know, test me or say, hey, go draw this on the board. And I remember him after I drew like the play the first time, he's like, what is that? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, what is that? He goes, look at your wide receiver routes. He goes, what kind of stem does he need to have, inside stem or outside stem? Meaning, basically, how does he need to release to attack the, the, the defensive player? And I'm like, well, he needs an inside stem. He's like, draw it. He's like, your drawing should be exactly what it needs to be. So if, if, if there's wide receivers in here, they're seeing how their takeoff off the line of scrimmage needs to be. And so not to get too technical, but even a drawing on the board like that, he would harp with me on about how to make sure it was perfect and everything was drawn, everything was included the way it needed to be, like a piece of artwork that had directions on it. So he was the guy that I think really helped me early on. But that was the unfortunate part is, you know, after year two, when Eric Mangini came in, he didn't see the value in that. So he moved on from a guy like that that, to me, was not only valuable for me as a quarterback – but also was valuable, I think, for a lot of other players on that team that he would help kind of, you know, teach and coach up, you know, where they need to be, the wide receivers, et cetera. My, but you mentioned the talent he had around him in Miami. That's the best college football team I've ever seen. Like, if you just go, if you look at that roster of players that he had, like, how many, like, what was the succession of tight ends that they had there? I, I, I think it was because they had Jeremy Shockey. They had then Shockey. they had Winslow. We had Winslow. They had, I mean, at some point, Jimmy Graham. They had Greg yes. Olson. It, they, oh they had a window. God, they, had, they had a window of really good tight ends. It still doesn't stand the test of time to compare to Notre Dame. Like, Notre Dame, for the longest time, has been tight end you. So, Miami can say whatever they want because right, well, they had the little flash in the pan there for a minute. Notre okay. Dame has just endured yeah. the entire uh, time. It, I'm, it, sorry. I'm sorry. I had to no, throw that out okay. there. Okay, and, and, and that's fine. And, and, and I know you like to wax poetically about Notre Dame. I just feel like that was clearly there's some bad blood over the uh, Catholics versus convicts game uh, from back in the day, the, uh, the Miami-Notre Dame game from back in the day. So clearly well, still no, some bad blood. I, 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 I always say this to Greg Olson, who's now also part of the Fox Sports family since he recently retired. I always remind him. <laughs> He was my class. I said, buddy, you came to Notre Dame first. You can say whatever you want about the U, but I'll make sure to let those University of Miami fans know you came to Notre Dame first, okay? Then you went to Miami. So you can count yourself as a hurricane, but that wasn't your first choice. Let's just get it out there in the clear. By the way, that's another thing that would not not be able to happen in 2021, Catholics versus convicts. Something tells oh, you that would no not chance. fly over well. Yeah, no that, that's, that's That's nothing uh, that will not be a part of the 2021 it, it was almost controversial when they had the, the special on it like people were almost like 
Oh, it's. It, I don't know if this is right. We don't know how we're supposed to feel about this. I'm like, oh, relax. Man. It's a T-shirt. Some kid made a bunch of money on it. He, I, or at least I think he made some money. I, actually, I think at the end he didn't make any money, right? Yeah, there's like I don't too many like trademark infringements. Yeah, I, I think he screwed up because uh, he, he made the T-shirt on his own, and then he ha- like had to race home to to print and like mass produce a bunch of the shirts to get him out there because he didn't think it was going to take off like it was. Uh, but I don't know that he ever made any real cash off it. But man, well, no, I think he was making cash. But I think what happened? Was, oh, that's right. It, there's a legal it, issue. Like you yes. can't use obviously the, the trademark and, and licensing and all that. You, it's a process. So, so shockingly enough, a college kid had the idea to make a T-shirt and didn't actually sort through all the little details you needed Did, to have. Just, just walking through with a wad of cash because people were paying with cash back then and he was trying yeah. to find places to hide the money. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, but again, you know, a little, uh, that, that's when, uh, you know, college football uh, was was at its most pristine, you know, and not all these, uh, these uh, conferences and super conferences, just simple Catholics versus convicts, all right, that could no longer be done in 2021 because somebody would be outraged by it. It is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it about 12 minutes from now here on FSR. I have a theory, uh, a theory that I think might insult Brady Quinn, but I think it's a theory that, that does have some legs. All right. So we will get into that here coming up about 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Again, I'm, I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I just, I, you know, I think it should be pointed out here uh, why you may have had an issue this weekend. Right? Why do I feel like there's going to be a Pulp Fiction reference? It, 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 whatever you're going to say, no, it's, it's going to involve some sort of 90s or 80s movie reference. It's not, it, has, it has nothing to do with it. I just I, I felt like you tried to air somebody out earlier in the show, uh, and maybe that's not really what the problem was this weekend. Just a theory, you know? Oh, okay. Like, right. Yeah, I'm just right. saying. So uh, it had nothing to do with Jaws, Backdraft? No, none nothing. Of that. No, I don't even know what those movies are. I don't, I don't, I've never seen them. I, I, can't, I can't reference them. I have no idea what you're talking about. But um, here's what I do know. Um, there was apparently a push on social media by the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, uh, David Bakhtiari, uh, to bring back uh, Clay Matthews. Uh, they, they would like Clay Matthews to come back. Now, I've seen conflicting reports on this, uh, that there was some discussions about bringing him back on a one-day sort of a walkaway deal. He signs as a Packer and then retires. Uh, there's also been some rumblings that, no, 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 maybe he would come back and want to play. He didn't play last year, but he would have been open uh, to returning to the NFL. Uh, but Clay Matthews is no longer in the league or not in the league right now. And apparently uh, Aaron Rodgers and company uh, were not kidding, and they would like to see him back. And this just feels like a uh, Brian Gutenkunst, the uh, general manager for the Packers, said, oh, we haven't had any discussions uh, when it comes to uh, bringing him back. Uh, th- this is – I feel like Gutenkunst and the Packers, when they acquiesced to Aaron Rodgers to bring back Randall Cobb, they opened up a door to now – you've given him the ability to sort of call shots. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to take full opportunity to try and call and dictate terms as much as he possibly can in his final season as a Packers quarterback. So much so that now they're asking for Clay Matthews to come back. That's what it feels like. Look, I told my brother-in-law, AJ, I was like, you better get ready. I was like, they're going to be calling you to come back too and start playing inside linebacker. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I saw him last night. We talked about that. But – no, this is the precedent that I don't think any organization wants to set. You know, you and I have, have done a show together for a long time. Yeah. And I keep trying to harp like precedent is a big deal. I don't care if it's a contract negotiation or something like this. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, when, when we had this whole conversation in the offseason 
about Aaron Rodgers wanting to be a part of the decision-making and then Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson and then everyone started to try to follow suit. Like they all want to be a part of the, the, the decision-making what's going on in the front office. The reality is, is you've got to leave that up to the people who spend their entire livelihood doing it. Because otherwise, much like life, much like everything else, what do we do? We want to work around our buddies. <laughs> like we want to work around our friends. Like we're, we're willing to overlook some of their shortfalls or their shortcomings or where they're at at their point in time in their career because you like them. I mean, you want to work and be around people you like, especially towards the end. So, you know, that's Aaron Rodgers' prerogative. You look at the Green Bay Packers, they're like, well, no. Like, we want to try to build a team that's going to be able to last after you're done here if this is your last year. And, and, and look, maybe I'm in the minority and thinking this is his last year there, but if this is the last dance, then, yeah, I'm sure he wants to bring back the entire crew uh, to be able to come back and play with him for his final year. So he enjoys that locker. I mean, dude, I remember being in the league, you know, around 30 when I was in the Dolphins training camp, like looking around thinking – you don't know as many guys. You know, it's kind of hard. And, and your, your life at 30 is a lot different than your life at 22, 23, and, and no different for him being his mid-late 30s now. His life is drastically different. I mean, th- there's just, you don't have as much in common. And so, of course, you want to be around guys that you either grew up with in the league or are more contemporaries for you. But that doesn't mean it's the, it's the best thing for the Packers moving forward. Especially when, when your GM comes out and admits, yeah, the only reason we brought in Randall Cobb is because Aaron wanted it. Why not at least give yourself credit that you don't deserve publicly and say, no, 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 we really think he can provide some stability in our wide receiver room. We think he can, uh, you know, he's going to be productive, uh, especially inside the 20s. Uh, and, you know, anytime you can add a player like that. We, no, instead he just comes out and says, look, we signed him because Aaron wanted him. Like, like why, not, why not at least give yourself some credit you don't deserve as opposed to doing that? Because now it looks like any of these moves, Aaron Rodgers is calling the shots. Like, they've completely caved to him. They completely caved. I 100% believe this is his final year. I just wonder what the next move is going to be. Maybe it is A.J. Hawk. I mean, that'll be, that, that, I think that's what should be done. Did, now, did A.J. go back and sign a one-year deal to retire with them? Or, or a one-day uh, contract to retire? Question. That's a I, good question. Because he played he? one year in Cincinnati afterwards. Right. Well, then, he, so, so he played – actually, I think he played – it was a one or two. I can't remember. But then he actually went to Atlanta too. So and that was one of the better – that was one of the better stories. But oh, like, that's right. So he went to Atlanta when Dan Quinn was down there and the year they went to the Super Bowl. And so he was on the roster for a few games. And what happens is once you're on the roster for three games, you get an accredited season. And the cool thing about that is, is at, even though they released him, he was still getting game checks as they were going through the playoffs. So he was like a huge Falcons fan. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, this is great. He's like, obviously, I wish I was there playing. But he's like, if you're not going to be, at least you, know, you want him to go all the way to the Super Bowl so you can keep getting paid. I see. And I remember that because he actually did a show with us during conference championship day that Sunday. And I remember asking him on the air, like, uh, you know, AJ, uh, are you bummed that uh, that Atlanta beat Green Bay in the NFC title game? I know you've you've still got a lot of friends there. He's like, no, actually, no, because I'm still getting checks. Like that was one of the conversations I remember we had on the air. So uh, interesting. Well, I mean, listen, uh, if it does happen, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get him on uh, and we can uh, break down, uh, you know, horse racing uh, because he is a he is our uh, horse racing insider here on Fox Sports Radio with Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox. And then we can uh, talk about his 
one day deal with the Packers to retire as a Green Bay Packer. Uh, all right, he is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on FSR. Coming up next, though, I've got a theory, a theory that is probably going to insult some of you listening and definitely somebody here on the air. We'll get to that next here. It's Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, the uh, the craze, the buzz, the excitement has already started for one player in the NFL. Uh, why you may need to just sort of calm down a little bit. We'll get into that here coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So we are uh, waiting to see whether or not Brady Quinn is going to have a uh, – a golf tournament uh, uh, later today, a, a golf event later today, because the weather in Dublin, Ohio, uh, could be causing some problems. Uh, I am checking the map for you as we speak. Um, yeah, listen, it's going to be touch yeah. and go. It's going to be touch and go. I mean, a uh, lot of green on this map. Yeah, we have been very lucky the past uh, ten years or eleven years, um, and, and and so I can't complain. Honestly, the golf gods have been good to us. Um, it is a big fundraiser event for us though obviously i think a lot of charities have realized this throughout covid a lot of businesses you've been impacted it's harder to fundraise so hopefully everything will go on without a hitch uh maybe we'll get a bit of lucky we'll get a little pocket of uh clean weather we'll have to wait and see it's it's not till later on today but uh you know it was supposed to rain yesterday and it didn't i'm hoping for the same thing today what time does the golf event start? Is it uh, at 10 a.m.? Yeah, like 1.30 1 well, or 2, yeah. Oh, okay. we, we, unfortunately, their ceremonial uh, Jameson whiskey shot that uh, that that didn't sit well with too many people that early in the morning. We had some uh, we had some people asked if we could move it back a little bit, so we obliged. We we moved oh, it back for on. them just to ensure that the shot of whiskey wasn't before noon. I mean, that w- that was one of my favorite parts of the event was the uh, the shot of Jameson at ten in the morning. Like I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> this is not, I'm not even not even exaggerating. I showed up to the course. Uh, you were teeing off at ten thirty. Uh, I didn't know I had to be there earlier than like ten. 25 when I walked in and uh, I sat on the golf cart with your buddy Jake and he said here well what is that he goes shot of Jameson he's all it's the blue jacket it's what we do I'm like <laughs> I literally had a Starbucks in my hand I'm like dude I haven't even had my coffee yet he goes I'm sorry man so rules and shot of Jameson uh, at 10:30 in the morning so listen man and I don't even do shots I don't do hard alcohol and I could suffer through it why couldn't they suffer through it you got to push it back for them in the middle of uh and and you are gonna you are looking at some thunderstorms just to give you the heads up like, yeah, no, no, trust me. Yeah, we, we've been keeping an eye on that. It's, it's, it's going to be a little bit dicey. Touch and go is the, the best way of describing it. Yeah. Uh, so um, here's my theory. Um, you tried to blame um, your partner in the beer pong tournament um, the, 
that you guys uh, lost this weekend uh, for charity. Uh, it was for a good cause, but you guys lost in the beer pong tournament, and you tried to blame it on your partner earlier in the show. Um, I have a theory as to why you guys may have lost. Okay. Right. Okay. I think you're too, you're too jacked for beer pong. All right. And let me explain. One of the things that they always say about Shaquille O'Neal is part of the reason why he struggled with free throws is because his hands were so big that it was hard to finesse the ball from the foul line. He just his hands were huge. Same with Giannis. Like, that's why they say, you know, he struggled with the foul line because, you know, big guys, it's harder for them, more difficult for them to shoot free throws. You are so jacked. And you have been doing so many sets of curls your entire life. But even back when you were a way little kid, when your dad was, you know, making you uh, drink protein shakes with like 1,700 calories when you were a child, just to try and get you all jacked up and, and just to the gills. I think you are so jacked that you don't have the ability to finesse the ball into a little red solo cup. And that's why you guys struggled at the, at the beer pong tournament this weekend. That's my theory. Well, I, I can't say that I had many issues putting the beer pong, you know, or I should say the ping pong ball into the cup. There was no issues with that. Um, and look, bottom line is I'm not going to pay any credence to what you just said. It was absolute ass nine. Oh. I, I, I'm, I'm, not <laughs> really sure, I'm not really sure what it's, to make it's of fina- it. It's, it's finesse. Listen, you are a football player. Are you, you have said this and acknowledged this on the air. I, that you're I think a we should have drank meathead. more. I think we should have drank more. Because what would have happened is either the cups look bigger or they look smaller, but there's a chance they look like a gigantic black hole that you're just tossing those ping pong balls into. We never got to that state. So, unfortunately, I think that was what it was. We never got into that flow. We didn't have enough drinks beforehand. I think that's what doomed us. Well, listen, uh, you know, there's always hope for next year. And who knows, uh, depending on how this uh, tournament goes, maybe you guys will uh, break out the beer pong tables later on when uh, when the thunderstorms come. But uh, that's right. Uh, All right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, it's Outkick the Coverage. Hour two and the NFL story next. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.